Hey yo, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Bless You Podcast. So amazing. It's a new day. It is a new day. I'm grateful for it. How are you doing, Stuart? I'm doing great. I I feel really accomplished that I addressed every time zone that people could be listening in. Literally, whether you're in India right now or in California. Boom. I hope you feel seen and known. We love you. <laughs> Those are my favorite Christian words right now. Like, oh, I'm feeling seen. I'm feeling seen. I'm feeling known. I'm feeling heard. Okay, Connor, what do we have going on today? Well, today we've got another Just Friends segment, and we've got a super awesome person on the segment today. Someone that is super loved, super cherished, just an absolute baller, like... True. Just a mighty mouse, like gentle <laughs> voice, but like, hey, will throw down, knows about coffee, knows about ministry, knows about parenting, and just, let's be honest, walks in here with a fashion sense and a trend <laughs> every single day. Like, fashion is on point. Uh, I am really good friends with her husband. He's a super awesome uh, friend in my life that I dearly, dearly love, but uh Today, we've got Caitlin Farmer on. Caitlin, how Let's are you doing go. this morning? Well, thanks for talking me up. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling great. Let's go. Thanks, Connor. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to be here. How was it getting out of the house with three young kids this morning? You know, today we were on time. Wow. That's, that's huge. A, that's... Talk about a blessing. I mean... Bless you. I know. Thank Let's you. Go. It was It was a goal of mine today. Yeah. <laughs> and you did it. That's incredible. That's incredible. Well, hey, uh, we always like to start off with something fun. Stuart is a mastermind in icebreakers. Stuart, what's your icebreaker today? My question for the table is honestly really fitting, um, considering we have two drinks on the table, two coffees. My question is, if you were to open a coffee shop, what kind of aesthetic would you go for? Wow. Like, what would the vibe be? And maybe this takes Caitlin, like, I feel like this is your wheelhouse. I feel like you like this is like something you have dreamt about. Like, I feel like you already have it. (laughs) This is true. I love coffee. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I look forward to finding a new favorite yummy drink, trying new like the beans. And so it's a love of mine. Um, I like simple Mm -hmm. and sleek. Um, I like quick quick paced mm. so i think something that is like very movable in the space okay. you're in yeah i'm always down for a drive-through yeah i mean in and out yeah. in and out um, but you get to have great little snippets of conversations with people yeah. and it's amazing what people open up to you when they're sitting in their car waiting yes. for your drink which is awesome this is I true think. it's ministry so it is it is let me ask um, you though some of those drive-through stands can be pretty slow they can take a minute yeah they can take a minute i love the relationship yeah. but ministry in, takes a minute but, so. I, but <laughs> hey but i'm in it i'm in the drive-through for it to be quick it how quick like, we talking here you. well if you're a drive-through i mean you got about what maybe a minute or so a couple minutes per car yeah you want to keep the pace going Uh, good that's true but also depends on what drinks you get per car i mean sometimes you'll have one person ahead of you and all of a sudden you see like four trays coming out because they are doing a work run for friends hey that's a super fair fair point and that's a realistic thing it is for sure Stuart. what about you Okay, so I'm going to have to contrast Caitlin. Ooh. Mine, I don't want mine to be as efficient. 
I mean, it's gonna be efficient, but like, I want it to be like a. <laughs> we do want the business to be efficient. Let's just. I want people to be upset at how long their coffee is taking. <laughs> oh man. I just want it to be like a a nice like cozy but like aesthetic like coffee place where you can go and sit down and like yep. bring your work and there are like a lot of plants in there. Yeah. Ooh, I like plants. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you know those ones like, I. I don't know how to describe them. They like grow outward in the pot and they have these right. like larger leaves and like it's almost like a vine. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. like a classic yeah, yeah. house plant. I feel like those are really vibey. Yep. So we went to the Yogi Grind here in Wenatchee. Yes. They sell plants, but like yeah. very plant vibey. Yeah, their plant game is real deal. It's on point, so dude. It's on point. Mm-hmm. I am not a plant person, but let me tell you, every time I walk in there, I'm like, should I start being one? Like... <laughs> I could easily drop some money and walk out here a plant dad. Should I drop youth ministry and be a gardener, <laughs> a botanist? <laughs> I'm not on that level, and nor will I ever be on that level. All those plants would die. You heard so. it here first. Connor's leaving his job. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree. I think it's just the the SoCal coffee, yeah. you know, in it our is. DNA. Like, you go to a coffee shop to just spend hours there reading a book. Um, you know, you want it to be that homey, like nook and cranny type thing. Like I want to go in, I want to have my mug there. I want the barista to know my name, know my drink. Oh, Hey, Connor, you know, you're going to do, you know, straight up black coffee today. You want an omelet with that? Like I want it to just be like, they're serving uh, food at your place. It's a cafe. It's a cafe dog. Absolutely. Breakfast burritos on point. On point, That'd yeah. Be delicious. Uh, the aesthetic, mm-hmm. though. So sit down. But I, I really do like. Um, I don't like the dungeony feeling places. The dungeony. You know, feel. we all know what I like. We all just got a visual image of wait, what I was talking wait, about. Wait, can you please explain? Can you give an example of what is a dungeon? No, I don't. Shop? No, I don't want to call anybody out here. But like, let's put it this way: like, <laughs> the interior is dark. Like, there's not a lot of great light. It's very like dimly lit. I feel like sure. when I walk in, I'm like, how like am I going to basement gonna... style? Yeah, cafe. you know, some of them are cool. Yeah. But if I'm going for people sitting in, like. I, I really do like the vibrant kind of um, modern looking places. Yeah, I'm tracking white now. paint, woods, that ship kind of lap. stuff. Ship I lap. really actually confession. I don't know what shiplap is, but I know that it gets thrown around a lot, and I know it's like on. It's like trendy right now. Um, I'm a huge Joanna Gaines fan, so <laughs> okay. I've seen all the episodes. Yep. <laughs> I've been to her place down no in Waco. Kidding. Yes. Wow. How have we not talked about this? It's amazing. Okay, Down we'll there. talk after. We yeah. will. We need to catch up. The food is, I ate my way through Waco yeah. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Dang. Uh, but it's a, just a thin wood, I think. Okay. That it's was actually found in a lot of old homes. Like I have it at my house. My house was built in 1930. So wow. it is old. And it it's comes in from the basement. Ship, right? I mean, we're going to just, it looks like, but it does <laughs> look like the outside of a joke. ship, like the planks type. Yeah, right, right. You know, oh, and, yep. and they layer, and they Actually, just layer different going ways. Going to Pastor Cassie's office, that wall back there. Yes. I understand lap. now. Yep, shiplap. I understand. Yep. And most yep. now for the modern look of shiplap, you paint it the same as your walls. So it's like mm-hmm. a textured wall with the same color. Wow, that was a really good explanation. Thank you. Incredible. Thank you. Well, Incredible. I would go to either one of your guys' coffee shops. Same. I just want to put that out there. Absolutely. We would, we would totally cafe. go to yours. Yeah. Oh, no no doubt. Team. No doubt. 
Well, hey, uh, we've already figured out a lot about Caitlin. My goodness. <laughs> um, if you need any tips on remodeling your home or like how to dress in the morning or, hey, what kind of coffee bean do you like? Caitlin's your girl. Uh, but, oh, hey, boy. we've got a couple of questions here that we just want to kind of get to know you and allow our listeners mm -hmm. to understand who is Caitlin Farmer. So, Caitlin, uh, start us off simple. What do you do for work? What's your thing? Well, I love my job. Yeah. Um, I work at Sage Hills Church. I am the admin to Pastor Mike Wilson. Who is who, Mike Wilson? Oh, what does he do? He is the lead pastor Woo! here at Sage Hills Church. He is awesome. Um, he's a dear friend, the best boss I've ever had. Keep Sorry to any other bosses I've had. No <laughs> offense. Um, and yeah, I love my job. I have worked for a couple of people and I also just took on helping pastor Cameron um, here at church love and love cam. He's yeah. awesome. Just as fun to work for. Yeah. Um, incredible. But yeah, I love, I love it here. I did not realize administrative work in a church could still be ministry. And it so yeah. is like, yep. yeah. it really, really is. You're potentially the first person that someone t encounters yeah. who is either new or has been here forever yeah. Wow, and I've never thought of that, actually. That's a really good point. That it's is. It's amazing. I love it. I love that I, you know, you get to hear someone's story first. Um, you're kind of, you know, filtering through to who's the best pastor. So it's it's totally ministry. Um, you also get to deflate the angry people that walk in and say, I need to meet with Pastor Mike true. right now. <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah. <laughs> and you're the right person for that, well, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, the time long ago when I worked at DirecTV in their tech support center, mm -hmm. I think that really trained me up on <laughs> very angry. How to divert <laughs> yes. the anger from yes. one. That wasn't working. Yeah, <laughs> off of a person. It's to like, real deal there. Yeah. It's real deal. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. That's amazing. Stuart, what do you got? Well, I love seeing you in the office. and I am so glad that you are an admin Thank here. You. And so blessed to be able to work with you. But how did you get to Sage Hills? What was that journey like? You just mentioned that you worked for DirecTV once upon a time. Whoa. Once how did upon you get to the valley? Or how did you land in Sage Hills? Well, quick backstory. I'm born and raised in Wenatchee. Let's Actually, go. I'm sorry, awesome. East Wenatchee. Oh, hey, go don't get it East twisted, y'all. <laughs> oh. Don't get it twisted. Um, Douglas County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I... Moved away for a little bit after school, came back. Um, I've worked in lots of customer service type jobs, lots of coffee jobs, yeah. love, love the atmosphere. So um, I actually was working as one of the weekend managers at Automoca and I was very comfortable in my role. Um, it was very part time. I have three yeah. awesome uh, children that I was a full time mom first. Yeah. And, um, so doing that really on the side and I came to, I've already been going to Sage Hills involved in the community, um, here at Sage. And I came to one of the, our like meetings that we have our all, um, all church, church yep, all yeah, church yeah. meetings. And pastor Mike was on there and saying that there was potential, uh, jobs coming up at the church and just something like, I feel like the Lord, I got that nudge yeah. and I, now. mind you, I wasn't looking for work i wasn't needing to do it but something i feel like yep. the holy spirit totally nudged me so were Call. you were you just full-time mom at that point or were you at automoca still doing part-time still stuff? at automoca okay um i was helping in the shops here and there for the girls Got when it. they needed a fill-in yeah, nice. um and then yeah working every um every other weekend working as their manager and filling in here and there so uh, but mainly yes full-time mom yeah but yeah. how yeah. old are your kids 
Uh, I've got an eight-year-old, which Lewis would say he's almost nine. Lewis so is eight is not even. No, no, no. he the would age say anymore. I'm almost thirty-nine. One hundred percent. He is the best. He's my <laughs> favorite. He's amazing. Yeah. He has way more swag than I think anyone I've ever met. Hey, <laughs> let me just tell you, I try to change my hair to whatever Lewis Farmer is doing. Yes. Yeah. It changes. Yeah. Um, and then I have my sweet Charlotte, who is six. Mm, such so a sweetheart. And then I have my little fireball, Isla. The best. <laughs> the best. She's and so fun. You know really what? I, since you've been working here, Isla was super shy at first. Like, super shy. Yes. Like, would like the amount of knucks I would try to get or high fives that I would get stood up on. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to take it personal. Dude, she is so, per- like, she's just a ball of energy. Like, oh, yeah lights up the room she's female so, lewis oh my goodness oh my goodness every time yeah. i see her just knucks like whether she has a donut in her hand or like whatever that is it's just like no she's a true foodie yeah that's her she's so cute too goal yeah. in life right yeah. now will you just tell our listeners a little bit more about <laughs> isla and her yeah. food <laughs> <laughs> well if you want to know the way to her heart it's always food always hands down Good. what's her go-to what's her favorite oh, thing oh gosh she'll eat pretty much anything besides fish right now that's about it but she loves guacamole that's her jam let's go she will devour an avocado or guacamole at any point in time (laughs) it doesn't matter time or day could be in the morning she just woke up guacamole yes please yes please (laughs) don't get it twisted you're raising her well (laughs) that's amazing so family question yes um what is the most rewarding thing about being a parent Mm. This is kind of a, That's a deep a question. Great question. That's a really good question. Wow. You've got three lovely kids, I very do. different kids. Yes. Um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of things, but the first that comes to mind is just the, like the unconditional forgiveness that our kids, uh, my kids give me, I guess. Mm. And I don't yeah. know if other parents can relate to that. Um, and they're three different stages. I just, I mess up a lot. Poor Lewis. He's totally my trial and error kid because everything <laughs> that comes with him, we just don't know what's happening yeah. and we don't know what we're doing. And so Charlotte and I are going to have a great, I we're going to be the perfect yeah. for we her. We love you, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Lewis. But just my kid's constant grace when I need to come to them and be humble. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think it's hard as a parent when you know you disciplined maybe wrong you said something the wrong way. They caught you at a wrong time. So your tone was not fair to mm. them. And when I, I know I need to go and apologize, like that's still hard to yeah. apologize to my child, Yeah, you know, cause I'm the adult in the scenario here and yeah, I'm the one, the one guiding them. But I think it just brings me back to like how the same with our heavenly father, like mm. he continually is there to let us bring our mistakes to him yep. and oh. you know, we can, we're forgiven and it's unconditional. And I just, I am so thankful my kids continue to teach me that on a daily basis, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. Well, Lewis is doing great. He's a joy to be around. So And Thank so you. are you guys. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all of your kids, I love them to death, yeah. right? I still have that little video of Charlotte sitting at my computer acting like she was a pastor. She's like four years old. <laughs> it was the cutest thing ever. Um, yeah. Love all of your all of your kids. Tell us a little bit about Kyle. Oh, Kyle's my boy. So, I mean, but enlighten our listeners because Kyle is like one of my favorite characters ever. He's mine too. Uh, (laughs) I, my husband is, so uh, we met at church when we were way young, way, way younger. He's also from here. Thank you. And um, I was friends with his sister. He was the slightly older brother 
crush I had yeah. um, as a preteen. <laughs> and Love it. God knew what he was doing well before we knew. And lo and behold, um, I saw him when he came back from college and yeah. took me on a date and that was it. Uh, no, but my husband is so many things. Um, he has so much grace. He is a family man. The, he's a devoted father. Um, yeah. My dad was not in my life growing up at all. Um, so I had a lot of like daddy things, you know, issues for me sure. growing up as a young teen girl. And I have learned through watching my husband be a father. It is such a gift because I have learned what a real dad is like. I've always yeah. had my heavenly father. And wow. to see that earthly side of it has been transformational yeah. for me um, to see. Like my girls are so blessed. I mean, they just it's and it's the little things i never realized not having my earthly dad around those little i love yous those little mm, um yeah. hugs and um those little moments of you think it's something so small as just to say good job for trying this or doing this like the teeny teeny tiny things those matter yeah. so much in children's lives yeah. and those those can exponentially change the course of a child's life i i think yeah. so Okay, we're going to take a quick break while I wipe away the tears from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. You know, that's so funny, uh, Caitlin. I was just talking to my wife, uh, Cassidy, about um, something that the Lord has been highlighting to me. Trust me, like I have the highest respect and admiration for moms and what moms do. And, and that um, what I see from a dad as I'm continuing to be molded in that. Um, but as I've been kind of observing dads who have been dads for longer, uh, there's really this special thing that dads have this impact in their kids' lives in what don't seem like teachable moments, mm -hmm. but the kids are totally set in their ways on doing what dad does. Absolutely. And so it's that little thing of like, those little I love you's or like mm -hmm. it's the snuggles on the couch or it's the hey go slide down that slide you got it right like that, that it's just it's part of like that loving nature of like you're not even thinking as a father like I want to see my kid do this this is a breakthrough moment but it's those little things as you said like the little I love you's that change the course of a kid's life yeah all the way through into adulthood it's and a so, foundation yeah that that's something that just like hit my heart super super heavily just now like in a really good way mm -hmm. um yeah i would agree kyle is a, an all-star dad like incredible. He is. incredible and he's a fantastic husband i didn't mean to yeah. cite that yeah 100 percent. first amazing. and foremost first and foremost yeah. he's the best he loves me far better than i deserve wow. so wow so i'm very lucky i'm yeah. blessed well, I didn't know that you guys met in the church. That's kind of a fun little detail. That yeah. is. I'm learning right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's, a, here's a different angle, though. So what is it like being a parent who works in the church? And, like, is there, like, any difficulty, like, raising your kids, like, Christian and, like, always being at the church? Or is that, like, a really fun thing that they, like, love or... I think right now the season of life I'm in, I think it's super fun. And yeah. I think... Um, I mean, my kids' summers, the last two, have been spent here, like running around the church halls. And I awesome. feel like that's going to be an imprint yeah. for them when they're adults looking back. Like, man, remember we just run around the church and Best there's this playground and there was yeah. all these things. Like, 
Our church has so many things. They play dodgeball in the gym, and there's basketball happening, so you get to watch people play basketball. <laughs> and now we have a Nintendo Switch downstairs. Right? I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's phenomenal. But even without all that, I just, yeah. knowing my kids are in such a safe space all the time, yeah. I love. And I think boredom brings on bad decisions. Sure. Um, that's where a lot of mine stemmed from as mm-hmm. a young teen and whatnot. And so I think always having my kids in awesome environments I think it's building them up to just the Lord's always present. The church is always present. And it's so important. Like if you're following the Lord, it's so important to be in a community at church. Yeah. Community is so important. Yeah. And it's Jeff said something about another young boy who comes here um, throughout the week. Um, But he said, hey, like I know sometimes, you know, they appear to be in the way or like you've got stuff to do and they're in your office and whatnot. But like there's going to be a story there. Absolutely. And that. Yeah, we absolutely love all the kids running around. Oh, it's the best. Like it brings me joy, even on like the day where it's most filled for me, where when I look at the calendar and it's every single hour is blocked off with something. And then I've, you know, it's a Wednesday and I've got youth church that night. Like but to just have those moments where like a Lewis farmer stops in my office and gives me a note card from when I preached on Sunday and he took his sermon <laughs> notes, like oh, that's the, so sweet. the coolest oh, wow. thing ever. Right. You're like, Oh my goodness. Right. Or having like mm-hmm. an Isla walk in and like, give me a knuckle pound. Right. Or having a Charlotte like come in and be like, do you like, you're this character and I'm this character. Like <laughs> it's the best thing ever. You know, it's the best thing ever. But uh, yeah, give us, Give us a snapshot, Caitlin. Like, what was it like when you met Jesus? Mm. Like, give us a a, a before the encounter Mm -hmm. and and what that's done in your life today. Um, Well, I gave my heart to the Lord at summer camp when I was 11. And I just remember this weight being lifted off Mm -hmm. of me. Um, uh, Like I said, my dad wasn't in my life. So that was a lot of my stronghold was Mm -hmm. that abandonment, that lack of... um, you know, affirmation from my father and always being in and out and never consistent. Um, and I wish I could say that I, that was like a snowball effect and I just stayed on track. Um, I didn't. And, you know, I got sidetracked often from about 16 to 24. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do a lot of stuff myself, a lot. Mm-hmm. And Lo and behold, it did not work out, <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, Yeah. Um, because God n- closest to me and me walking alongside him is mm. things just are always better. Yeah. Everything is even, you know, trials are still coming and it's never the end of that, but it's a softer blow when they come when I'm nearest to the Lord. Amen. Um, so... You better yeah. preach this. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> you just said something that reminded me I was having uh, recently. This has kind of been a topic that's been coming up, but that idea of like, hey, I might be walking in the valley, valley of the shadow of death, Ezekiel 37. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm going there because the, the spirit is leading me there, it's, it's the best place I can be. Absolutely. In that, in that time. Right. And like what we yeah. see from that is these mm-hmm. dry bones come to life. And um I was talking to someone about the concept of provenient grace and like mm-hmm. the Lord speaking to us and doing a work. Like you said something just now of like, and, and I look back and thank God those didn't work out. But man, isn't that just like the hardest mm-hmm. thing in those moments of like, I can't like fathom sometimes like comprehending 
the possibility of the Lord saying no and certain things that I mm-hmm. prayed for the yes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look back, I'm like, thank God it was yes and amen. Absolutely. That's so Absolutely. powerful that you, yeah. Like, I love hearing that in your story. Yeah. Thanks turn, for sharing that. You're welcome. Turning back is the best thing I think you can do, especially if you run into another, like, wall of your life of, like, what, like asking the Lord, okay, Lord, what's next? What's this? Yep. Because um, there's so many things I, I, that in the moment they were, it was devastating. Like, it didn't work out. But, man, God's hand, even when I wasn't my closest, like, he was next to me just waiting very patiently. And he was there every step of the way. Like he brought my husband to me. He put our lives back on his path together, you know, as Mm -hmm. we started a family and yeah, yeah, I'm so thankful that, um, and sometimes, yeah, I love looking back just to, as a a fresh reminder of what God has for us and that he's the, he's the writer of the story. That's right. He is man. You want to come preach at student ministry sometimes? Come come to youth right now. (laughs) Like I'm saying, there are students in the youth ministry that Mm. are walking in that right now. And that's super powerful. Super powerful. So talk to us a little bit um, as we're kind of wrapping up here. Like you gave us the snapshot before Mm -hmm. 11-year-old summer camp, Jesus encounter, what he's done in your life, looking back, seeing his glory in that. What are some obstacles? Mm. You you mentioned one yeah, one big one, dad yeah. not being in the picture, mm-hmm. kind of made you that that sixteen year old mm-hmm. range, you know, teenager to young adult, like trying to take things on your own, doing that. But like mm-hmm. today, what are some obstacles mm, uh, for you that that where you're like, man, like I'm gonna stick with the Lord. It's always best there, but mm-hmm. that's that's been like that's a tough thing. Like, what have been some of those hurdles um, in your life? So probably, um, I think the navigation of, um, the people, you know, in your life. Cause like people always change. Um, they always, uh, you know, they can disappoint you. And I think it's a lifelong journey to continue to not put your, all your trust, mm. all your, like, you know, I want this person to think of me this way yeah. and yeah. like, stop doing that. And, you know, letting, and I think emotionally, like reminding, like not running so much on my emotions and always reminding myself of who God calls me into Mm. and sitting in that more than sitting in, um, you know, what's happening around me. And I kind of, I think it stemmed from, I have a, I like control is hard for me to (laughs) let go of. I like to control things. And I think I mostly do that probably more in my home. I'm so sorry, Kyle and kids. <laughs> um, but um, I think that a lot of that stems from not having control of some, a lot of things in my childhood. Sure. Mm. And so that has been a huge thing in my adult life. And still today, I'm so learning and navigating how to let go and let God lead me and me not be like, well, I got this. I can yeah. do this. Because yeah. <laughs> I, like I like to do all the things. Like if I'm given yeah. a task, there's like this inner challenge in me, like, but I can do it all myself. Like yeah. I don't need the help, but asking yeah. for it, like that's very humbling for me to do. Cause I yeah. don't do that well. I don't accept it well. Yeah. That's good. So yeah. it's wow. like never a first thought to be like, you know what I should do with this hard thing. I should just like pause and pray. Yes. Like why would <laughs> I like waste time, like sitting down and like taking a moment. Yeah. But that is really wise. And off of that, I just ask as we wrap up last question, if you could pass on any advice to your kids or any wisdom to the youth listening, 
Mm. What would it be? I do. I have something. I have actually have a verse that I would like to share. Of course. Oh, that's good. Um, it's one of my favorite ones. It's kind of a life verse. Um, it's Isaiah 48. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Mm. And I think that's just a reminder that for me, life changes, people change, jobs change. You know, everything's always shifting and moving, yeah. especially in ministry. That's right. And culture. Ev- everything. Um, the world, I mean, I think we've seen a lot of shifting and changing in the last year or so. Yep. Um, but God's always the same. God's love's always yeah. the same. He's always present. Like, there's never a change in that. There's never a shift in that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, for me, I just always, just always stay with him and fall back to him. And things always, he'll, the yes and amen are coming. Come on now. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes. All you listeners, you better listen, take notes. (laughs) This is a good one. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for coming on this episode. And thank you, listeners, for tuning along. Um, We love you all so much. Uh, We are officially on Apple Podcasts now. So if you're listening from the podcast app, welcome. We're so glad to have you. And if you want to tune along, you better hop on over to Instagram at bless.u.podcast. We're posting there all the time, and we're really grateful to have you along for the journey. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.